Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. What would you do to get your student loans paid off? Would you skydive? Would you let somebody kick you in the gut? What is the thing that is most scary to you that you would actually consider doing to get your student loans paid off? Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation, Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. 
We've talked about a million times how we don't sit around the table with our friends and we don't talk about all the mistakes we've made with our money. Student loan is one of those topics that is just taboo. We don't want to talk about it. I mean, if I ask you how much do you have in student loan debt? Is it 30,000? Is it 50,000? Is it 90,000? I'm pretty sure the answer you're going to give me back is going to come with some sort of I hate my student loans attached them because student loans is like this anchor just holding you back from all of the things that you want to achieve in life. But it's not Really, right? Because we made this choice or maybe we were sold a false bag of goods like go to college, take out these loans, and then your life is going to be incredible after you graduate from college. And so many of us just have a very different reality than what we thought was going to happen after college or certainly how we were going to feel when we actually had to make those student loan payments. So today's episode, I sit down with Grant and Allie, who star in the no show called Total Forgiveness, which is on College Humor's platform called Dropout. And Grant and Allie are people that you want to know because they marched right into their boss's office and they convinced him to ante up some money to pay off their student loans with one caveat. Grant and Allie had to challenge each other in each episode to some pretty ridiculous things in order to win the challenge and receive the money towards their student loans. Perhaps it's giving you some ideas. I know that you're going to want to stay tuned to hear more about this episode. So, Grant, Allie, I am so excited to be here to talk to you about everyone's favorite subject, student loans. <laughs> it's becoming our career talking yeah. about student loans, so I, we're on board. Awesome. So I just wanted to start out, you know, knowing what you guys know now, being, you know, however many years out from college, if you had to go back and do it over again, knowing that you would be, you know, dealing with student loan debt and like everything that comes along with that, like, what would you do? Would you do the same thing? Would you change it up? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I was in a, I was in a weird position because I went to a kind of like specialty school, not really based on the major that I wanted, but based on the culture. I was like incredibly religious and I wanted to go to a religious school. And it turns out the price tag for that was like 32000 a year. <laughs> and I so amen. definitely, yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, I paid it straight to Jesus, um, <laughs> who is now called Navient. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think if I was to go back, I would definitely shop around for a cheaper school. Like what I was paying for was like beachfront property at 18. Like, are you kidding me? I didn't need beachfront property. <laughs> Did anybody like talk to you in high school of like, hey, maybe, you know, some other schools are like a better choice no. for either what you want to do? Oh, yeah. my God. No, I was so like, uh, like... People would come to our like summer camps and throw free T-shirts out for this school. You know, it was like we were like marketed to because in their mind, they were helping us like continue in the faith, you know, and not go to like a state school where we might read Nietzsche or, you know, like it was like fully like trying to like keep us in this bubble that was very pricey. So no one was there to be like, hey, look, this is way too much money and you'll be paying for this when you're a completely different person. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Grant? Oh, you know, what's bad. Yeah, I think I probably would do it again. Tish, 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 tish. I uh, I went to NYU to study acting. I went to uh, the Tish School of the Arts. Um, and 
it was great. Uh, uh, I very badly wanted to be in New York City. Um, right. Uh, I grew up in and Ohio. now you're in L.A. And now I'm we'll in L.A. Now I, and then I, I lived there for 10 years and I said, oh, I very badly don't want to be in New York City. Uh, and I... Greatest city in the world. The greatest city in the world. Oh, man. <laughs> well, and you know, when you're, at, when you're at NYU, the city is your campus. So, <laughs> that's, so that's, that's a plus. Um, and I got a great education. Uh, I, and with that education, a lot of the good things in my life now are connected in some way to my, to my time in school. Um, and would I trade those good things for um, having less struggle with debt? No, I wouldn't. Now, that is a bit of a false choice in my head because, <laughs> you know, I, other good things would have happened to me if I'd gone to Ohio State. I'm sure I would have had. <laughs> oh, no, uh, oh, no. Sure. I can guarantee you. I went to Indiana University. <laughs> okay, oh, so, yeah. I guarantee you so nothing funny. good would have happened. No, nothing happens in the Ball Big Ten. State or is that a different university? That's, Ball State is very different. Oh, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We cannot interchange this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, it is, I'm so sorry. That is the funniest name of a school, though. Yeah. It's named after the Ball Jars. It's named after what? Ball Jars. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and that's because you went to Tish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn that in acting school. No, actually, you know what's interesting about my education, too? At um, I, I don't know if this will be interesting or not. No, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have prefaced claim. it that way. <laughs> Grant comes out of the gate swinging. I realize. Like, so this is going to be the best part of the podcast. Uh the um at NYU you end up studying at uh, acting schools around the city so i went to the stella adler studio um uh, uh, as part of my degree they they sort of took care of my acting education there um and i could have just gone there for acting school <laughs> i could have just gone to the stella adler studio and and had the same teachers and taken the same classes so now that i say what i do it yeah. all differently mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah i would have but i do get it especially cuz another part of our truth lol no but another part of us is we're both queers at, who grew up in small towns so i, I, I think, grew up in a very big city mm, but I what, grew up, no which city I did you grow columbus, up in columbus ohio that's an, no. that's an okay sized town interesting that's, that's a decent someone from city. columbus would say that <laughs> <laughs> so we anyway, have a zoo the two of us grew up in tiny specks of a town that shouldn't be talked about um but i yeah so you got out and you got to go to new york city yeah. i now I, I mean i can see how you would look on that fondly I did need something bigger. Yeah, I needed right. I needed to go uh to um a play. I'm even throwing the word need around with a with a with just a want but, and abandon. But that is yes. what it felt like at the time. Sure, sure. I needed and that. In America we're pushed to think like that's the next move. It's right. like, oh, you need something bigger? Well, that's what college is. Don't ask any more questions. You can go to a big city. Mm-hmm. And if you go to like other countries, they have leap year, gap year, and it's like you can do that for a fourth of the price, you know, let, like they have so trade education, yes. they have, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, access to to learn a skill, yeah. which is essentially what acting school is: is Fully. you're learning a trade. Take a year and travel and try a whole bunch of different things, and then lock into a four year if that's what you want. If that's what you yeah. need, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you see, see how I built a theme. But there's so much pressure, you know, in in the U.S. specifically. I mean, I know we have listeners all around the world, but there is so much pressure. Like, if you took a year off, people look at you like you're, oh you God. know. Like a pink alien, like yes. like what are you doing? You are supposed to be in school, paying this tuition. Like your future is going to disintegrate mm-hmm. if you don't do that. And it's it is like work, work, work in high school so that you can go to college. And if you don't, it's like 
oh wow you just squandered all that work that you did yeah there's that there's there's a lot of you're supposed to do this Mm -hmm. um i think in american culture in particular uh having very little to compare that to which is another very american thing yeah (laughs) well no i lived in holland for a few years and over there you you have a track um that you're in you go into like different levels of schooling starting pretty young and one is on track to go to university one is a trade school and there are a few others in there and you're just locked into that track and that's what you do wow and it's all based off of a test Mm. um and in america like that's unheard of because we're so like the land of like shooting for the stars you know like and no one would ever tell their child like you are locked into this um I, which I wouldn't have heard well when I was a kid. Yeah, totally. I don't. I, I still don't think I want to be locked into anything. Yeah. Um, aside from my student loans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about like some of the emotions around student loans because I know they're they're super he- heavy. You know, like how how do you feel? Like how did you feel when that first payment was due? And you know what are, what do you talk about with your friends around student loans? Does the subject come up, or is it just something that is like? inherently known but we don't we don't talk about that stuff i think it's more that yeah i don't think i had any friends before grant that i spoke about my student loans in depth even partners i feel like i would err on the side of you know shave off 20 grand when i talk about my total that i owe for fear of like freaking them out um yeah i uh you know i i very this is this, this is probably telling, but yeah, no, you know, a, a lot of my friends make more money than me or have less debt, um, and I go out with them and spend all the money they do because I because I want to be part of you know, not even you know to, like uh, keeping up with the Joneses type thing, but just like well, that's what we're doing. This yeah. is what we're this is where we're gonna go because have fun. we're still working the same amount. So it's like yeah. at the end of a long work week, everyone goes out for drinks at some you know whatever fourteen dollar cocktail bar, and I'm like. I Am I just going to get <laughs> yes, exactly. I you love know? a $14 cocktail. Do I get cocktail. a water? It's like, no, I worked all week too. Like I I'm going to get yeah. Yeah, fully I deserve. Right. And I know I need to wean myself off of that. But yeah, I I I'll like um I'll cut costs somewhere else. Um and also another thing I got really into was uh, it is so easy to defer your student loans. Yeah. They yeah. make it so of course they do because they're just getting free interest, you know, and they're collecting truly so much money from you uh and so there would be like there were probably three years there where i was deferring so much just to be like i don't have this money for these like monumental payments my payments were up to 900 dollars a month wow yeah that's that's like a mortgage in some yes, parts of the country exactly i'm like i could have had a home in tampa like what, <laughs> what am i doing here tiny little speck of a city yeah <laughs> Tampa is so much more than Columbus will ever be. I can't believe be. this. I can't believe Columbus, this. Ohio, the metropolis. I can't this. Columbus. <laughs> the Rays suck. Right, exactly. So, like, what do you think it is? You know, because I ask, um, you know, people on the show all the time, like, what do you think it is about this, like, taboo about money, of of not, like, talking about money? It's this subject, like, that we all deal with, you know, touches, like, every area of our life. But yet, we don't want to, like... We don't want to admit to our student loans or we, we don't we just don't want to talk about this. I, I think it's two things when it comes to student loans. Um, uh, first of all, it feels like a mistake right out of like mm. all, right out of the gate. It feels like, oh, why did I do that? And it's it's embarrassing. It's sure. it's, it's embarrassing to to have taken on certainly at, you know, at, at high levels of debt, which which I certainly have. I have about ninety five thousand dollars of debt. 
Tish, 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 Tish. The uh, campus is your city. Sorry, the city is your campus. Uh, and um, so it, it's 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 embarrassing to feel like you've made a mistake right away. Um, student loans too are also. Uh, something of a they're not a champagne problem but they're definitely a prosecco problem uh in that there are people that don't qualify for student loans to start with so it's it feels like a it 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 it, 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 it's embarrassing to complain about because it's like well you chose this i think that's a lot of it is like you chose to have this debt so you made your bed now lie in it yeah Um, i think it's also like if i have a day where like, you know, it'll just hit you probably on like the 20th or 21st of the month where you're just like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, like all the stress hits you at once and you're like, oh, OK. And if I have a day like that and I, my student loans come up, I can just kind of like dissociate. <laughs> like I just like leave my body and I'm just kind of like, oh, man. And so I feel like I don't want to talk about, it. you know, it's like so nice to have it out of sight, out of mind. Sure. And be like that's way too big of a problem maybe one day i'll make a million (laughs) dollars like especially being like in the arts it's like well maybe one day i'll just cash in and you know (laughs) some shoe company will like buy an idea from me yeah the only way anyone (laughs) makes money in our field is like nothing 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 oh here's four hundred thousand yep, dollars for your totally, nonsense totally, totally. so uh, so there is always that <laughs> yeah. there's that like well it's fine eventually i'll make i'll make five million dollars and it's gonna be fine yeah so i think i just kind of treated it as like a skeleton in the closet yeah i'm not trying to like talk to friends about this full shame though yeah 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 i hear you so we're sitting in college humor offices where you both work and you both just you know came up with this amazing idea to create a show around these crazy stunts to have your employer pay off your student loans, which is just genius, like, at the core. If we uh, just stop right there. if you're looking for a, a debt strategy, I really recommend <laughs> a game show. I feel like that's that's a very useful advice yeah. that, that you've probably come to this podcast for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, go on a game show. We're writing a off. book together called uh, How to Get All Your Money Paid by... Go, being on total forgiveness in 2018. It's going to be a bestseller, yeah. too. <laughs> I think it is going to be. So, like, walk me through, like, how, what was, like, the genesis for this? Like, how did you come up with this idea? Because obviously, if you're both saying, like, we don't talk about our student loan debt, like, you obviously had to have some sort of conversation yeah. that, you know, sort of spawned into this. So, there was this sadistic little gremlin who worked here named Zach Oyama. <laughs> <laughs> We had a coworker um, who we love. I'm totally who's, kidding, who's, yeah. yeah, who's fine in small doses. Um, <laughs> uh, we, um, I'm kidding. He's one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, we had a meeting because we have a new subscription service called Dropout, um, which uh, listeners can subscribe to at Dropout.tv. <laughs> uh, give it a check. You know, it's a free one week trial. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Um, and we were having a meeting for uh, pitching ideas, and it was one of those meetings that were it's like, oh, no bad ideas. Uh, and <laughs> those uh, are dangerous. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, they are. And Zach and I have a bit of a relationship where we where we rib one another, and so he pitched a show like, "How about a, a show where I just punch Grant over and over?" Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey, pay my student loans, and you can." And about a week later, we got an email from uh, our boss named Sam Reich, who said, "Hey, that student loan idea wasn't terrible. Um, let's let's see if we can work that out." And Allie and I both have uh, student debt, and mm-hmm. so we start talking about it. Um, and the uh, <laughs> Interesting. 
<laughs> All the lights in this room just turned off. The bank this just is found a, me. <laughs> we are currently in a seance. Hey, this is a new this is a new twist with podcasting. It's called podcasting in the dark. Yes, it, it makes yeah. it more like listening yes. to it. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so Allie and I started talking about this, and yes. College Humor as a company has um, a, a real tradition, for lack of a better word, of pranks and stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, one, something they're famous for is the prank war from uh, from back in the day, and. Mm-hmm. So uh, a stunt show felt right in line with Mm -hmm. it. Um, And what I like about this show uh, is that it really does get the feeling of having debt. Um, This is I think this show more than anything is a show about what it feels like to do to to need to do anything to get your loans paid. Yes. Um, the, or the, to, to look at it, it's just so visceral and mm-hmm. like almost like that show Jackass. Or, right. you know, just like, what? Like Grant's in a shock collar? Like what on earth is going on here? <laughs> and I think it's almost like in a satirical way, like look at these two like graduates writhing on the ground. Like, is this, are you paying attention yet? You right. know, it's like, extremely loud and over the top, but I really, do like how it came out like, i do too how sensational it is i which i think is a good point to make too is for anyone listening we came up with the show and designed yeah, and designed yeah. The sense. they I quickly think kicked worry. zach out of the equation because he was like I'm, I'm not just gonna like send you off to like skydive you know right like, you know yeah, there's like, gotta be some legal yeah. some weird legal <laughs> yeah. ramification here he was like it was all a joke so then i got pulled in and then we were like oh we can come up with challenges for each other because uh, we're such close friends and uh yeah then we then we just sat down and started secretly writing horrible things for the other person to have to do live on camera <laughs> yeah so i've watched the first episode mm. which everybody should check out and you know, I, I, Ali, I mean, you were eating some like really just totally spicy, like burn mm-hmm. your gut yeah. level chilies. <laughs> and that was horrible. But Grant, mm. I mean, what you had to do was to me, like, I'm not sure. I mean, I have student loan debt still that, that I'm paying off. I'm not sure that I would would do that. So I'd love if you just share with the listeners, like, like what torture test that Ali, your, your dear friend Ali here, put you through? Oh, it was uh, pretty wild. Um, I Well, we wanted to start the show with uh, some good information about student loans. So we uh, brought in uh, Jay Fleischman, who's an attorney who specializes in student debt, who's terrific uh, and a wealth of information. Um, but that can't be all I do. So I, um, while I was interviewing him, had to have uh, leeches put all over my body uh, and let them uh, suck my blood until the interview was done. Yep. Um, so are you saying when you said that one sounded worse, maybe I won if you were giving away an award for who yeah, came I would, up with the better challenge? I would say that you might receive the gold star <laughs> in that case. Now, I want to I point out for anyone who hasn't seen the show, while Ali was eating that spicy food, Ali had to talk to their ex. Yeah, true. Uh, which... I wouldn't do that to me. Oh no! You have to talk to somebody you had a relationship with. No, no, thank you. I'll have the debt. <laughs> that actually came up in the pitch. You were like, "I don't have any exes." I'm not gonna. I, I do. I'm just not gonna tell you who they are. Oh, oh no! Sh- no, ignore that part. Um, yeah, Grant really looked like he had been stabbed. Yes, he, yes. it was so gruesome. It, you know, the worst part wasn't having the leeches. No, that's not true. The worst part was having the yeah, leeches. That was, that was a terrible part. There was a leech on my face. Yeah. It was that was no good. Um, but, How long did it take you to recover from the leech? Well, that's the, the that's the craziest part. So the way 
leech science works is their saliva is an anticoagulant. And so they're spitting into you, which you can feel. Uh, and uh, it's um, putting an anti-clotting agent into your blood. So once they come off, I kept bleeding for about eight hours. Um, I had to we I had to film a video the next day. And about five hours after the leeches, I, I sent an email and said, somebody has to do this instead of me. I, I that's the only time I've ever done that is like, no, I can't come be in this that's video. That's true. Actually, I came to work one time and Grant was truly on death's door. <laughs> you were like hacking up a lung. You were so sick and you were still shooting his get. You know, it's bad. I don't even know what time you're referring to. Yeah, there have been so many. <laughs> I'm gross. Real company man. I'm really gross. <laughs> All for the purpose. Yeah. That's right. For the for the important uh, uh, the importance of Internet sketch comedy. <laughs> yeah. OK, friend, I want to know. What are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30 day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. DeleteMe is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using DeleteMe and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. 
Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. So, I mean, obviously we don't want to like give away the the whole show because we want people to watch it. But, you know, how did you guys come up with 
the challenges like from there? Was it just like in your mind of like, what is the worst thing that I can challenge this person to do? We just know do? each other really well. Yeah. We just know each other. Re- you know, it's it's like having your good friend who you know their secrets mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and having it, uh, being able to exploit that for financial gain. Yeah. Am I a good person? Yeah. Are we two devils? Hmm. Um, there was a show like uh, Grant already touched on this like prank war show that was kind of like made by people a million years ago and uh it was very like stunty and we really wanted to try to take a personal approach with this show Uh, probably just from being friends already but when if i would write something like an early draft had grant he was gonna have to skydive with a big gulp in his hand and keep (laughs) some of the big gulp in it (laughs) gosh and that quickly got subbed out for like what is grant's biggest fear (laughs) like really going for something that's less of like anyone could do this and it would be scary to like what specifically would drive grant insane debt is such a personal thing and uh we wanted to keep the the show feeling very close to the bone the way debt Mm -hmm. does yeah yeah. right Um, the the, like i will do anything to get this off my back feeling it was kind of fun it was the amount of dread i felt coming into the meeting you know each episode kind of opens with us pitching to the other person what that week's dare will be and hearing like the price amount. So that first one that you saw was for $500, which is not nothing. Um, but it goes all the way up. The final episode is for $10,000 each. Wow. If we pass it. And if someone fails, the person who dared them to do that thing gets the money. <laughs> so someone could end up with $20,000 in that episode or anywhere in it. So... Uh, I would just have such dread in those pitch meetings. And it was like, (laughs) this is comparable to what I feel making a payment. Or, you know, like on the 20th of the month when I have rent and then my second rent, which is student loan payments. Uh, One of our executive producers, Sam Reich, has has a a good line about the show, which is that it's taking these years of stress of student loans and concentrating them into about four months of terrible filming time. Yeah, Sam was, it was really cool when Sam said that in the pilot. Yeah, it was. It was anyone can watch the show. And I said that in the pilot. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Did and you yet really? again, a feminine voice you know, is locked like and put into the voice that, of a man with that, a beard. That white man, I feel like, really, really encapsulated the show so well. <laughs> well, leave this in. Us women, we just, we never forget these we, things. Uh, so, anyway, you know, we come like back to them. I speak into the, someone's mouth and it ricochets out. I really <laughs> no, like I'm when kidding. Um, no. Sam was talking to his ex uh, in the pilot, too. I thought that was a really impressive time. Yeah, he was Sam's eating those spicy ex, chilies. Beltman. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though, because I think that's like something that everybody can resonate with, like whether they have like five thousand dollars in student debt or they have the ninety five thousand dollars. It is like sheer terror for you because it's like, well, I'm going to spend like 20 or 30 years of my life like trying to pay this off and then like forget the other stuff mm-hmm. that I actually like really want to do in life that I was sort of promised like was going to happen after college. Exactly. I mean, forget about. Uh, a house? Are you kidding me? Do you think I have that on my horizon? Like, absolutely not. I just so, had to get a car, yes. and it was a it was a nightmare. It was yes. a disaster. Uh, yeah. So no, a house is for other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These like kind of big land. I kind of feel like I I I was going with the flow and was like, okay, yeah, college next, and then did that, and now everything after it is like so out of reach because I did that. Yeah, I but, thought it was going to go college to, you know, career, house, whatever. 
with boat. The, with debt. Yeah, but boat Boats is next. Boat. Ski doos. You know, I, I was promised ski do ownership <laughs> yeah. and and a bunch of motorcycles. Uh, How many? A pool. Four. What kind? Kawasaki. <laughs> Did you say a poodle or a pool? I said a pool, but also oh, a poodle. A have, very expensive poodle. You know the dream life we're all promised. Four, four motorcycles and a poodle. <laughs> it sounds like a good life to I'd me. I love that. So what do you think? Like, I mean, obviously this is a big problem that's not going away. Like student debt's just getting worse and worse. Like, is there any solve to this thing? Or, I mean, like, like where do you guys think we're, we're going with this? A heavy pause. Yeah, uh, truly, I'm like, uh, I, 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 the current system is untenable. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, f- home ownership, um, just as just as as an example, is 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 becoming a, a tougher and tougher goal to reach for people who start out with this kind of debt. Uh, and home ownership is so much, um, you know, it's 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 the asset that most people own. Um, it's good that it is so. For that to continue, things will have to change earlier on when it comes to student debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, how that happens, boy, I wish they would have taught me it. Tish, uh, that would have <laughs> that really would have been great. Um, you know, I think uh, it's going to have to be a combination of things. It's going to have to be a combination of changing the student loan industry, of changing the higher education industry in terms of what college costs, mm-hmm. um, in terms of what jobs are available to people without four-year degrees, maybe just uh, people that um, know trades, uh, mm-hmm. uh, skilled workers that perhaps you know aren't aren't four-year degree uh, people. Yeah, and you know, we were even talking. I just feel like with awareness and kind of like a shift in consciousness around what college means. Right. I think, you know, early on, we were just talking to our friend Trapp who said, you know, all California universities were free uh, up until the 70s or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, and, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll go with I'll it. Agree, I'll agree with him. This, who seems yeah. like he knows. Well, this kind of like pure idea of education as being like kind of uplifted and it's free and it's important. And I think slowly a, a kind of like capitalists uh bent came into there and corrupted it and now you have schools with like a rock climbing gym and a lazy river and all these amenities <laughs> that then they tack on right. because they were trying to attract more people just like a business so yeah schools going from kind of like pure education to full on amusement park you know four year amusement park and here's your $30,000 price tag exactly. for that. Exactly. And so I was, yeah, the push of everyone needs to go to university, they caught on to it, and now they have our number. And they're like, yeah, you do need to go to, you know, you need to go to this here's one. Your t-shirt here's your t-shirt and yep. your sticker. And exactly. Yeah. exactly, yeah. I don't know the answer to this, but I would be interested f- to see some, you know, some PhD student somewhere. Um uh, do an analysis of what would happen if you made student debt dischargeable in bankruptcy, mm, um, right. like other debt, uh, because as it stands right now, it is it's a gigantic amount of of debt, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so there's no incentive for anyone to work with you on it, uh, and, or to work with a payment plan, or to work with you on your monthly payments, really, because they know they're getting their money their money one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, so without the bullet in your gun that most other kinds of debt have there's you're you're really very trapped in this kind of debt and so i would 
maybe there's a good reason for that. Again, I have an acting degree, so I don't. So I don't know. Um, but I would be interested to see a study of what would happen if you changed just that one piece of it, uh, and how that would affect the education um, yes. and and uh, the debt. Well, I think the money that the government is making off of the student oh, loan for sure. crisis, you know, it's astronomical. So for sure. there, there's going to have to be something there. If the government is holding all the cards here, it's like, well, look two steps ahead and see no one's affording how, like, just a, a breakdown of society that right. Is being the the economy is not being stimulated right. in, in other ways because right. people are just so like people yeah. get stuck. Shackled. People get stuck at twenty two until they're fifty. Yeah, you know, you right. can't you can't make the next move. Yeah, even in like you know a divorce situation like student loan debt, it it's not you know we're in California's community property state. Normally everything's divided up 50-50. Student debt's not that right. way. So if you paid off the one spouse debt while you were married and you got divorced. And you still had ninety thousand dollars of debt left. That's yours. Oh you you hear God. all the horror stories of uh, you know uh, of people who you know people who tragically die when they're twenty five, twenty six, and then their parents yep. who've lost a kid end up taking on sixty thousand dollars of debt. Yeah, uh, heinous. It's yeah, truly that 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 there's off. no solution to problems like that is. Uh, it's baffling to say the least. It's yeah. baffling yeah. and it's and it's untenable. So right. something will change. I just don't know yeah, what. Something Gotta give. So and I can't wait to watch that break and gush. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who man. knows what that will look like? Yeah. So is there any I mean, I know that like one of the sort of slants of of the show, Total Forgiveness, you guys wanted to do was just also have like like real solid like student loan information sort of weaved in, you know, to to the craziness of, of each episode. Are there any things that you learned, you know, going through this process about student loans that you other than what we talked about that you that you didn't know or yeah. Uh, so, well, I mentioned uh, the attorney Jay Fleischman, um, who we had on, who was, again, just a tremendous um, uh, uh, source of information for us, uh, had had a number of good pieces of advice. Something that I have done uh, over and over in the past um, is when I have a little extra chunk of money, um, you know, the, just go on the website and plop it right on the loan and say, great, I am I'm I'm touching my principal for once. Um, and that money uh, uh just gets spread out across future interest payments and doesn't actually go to the principal unless you're very careful about directing an you overpayment. You have to call yourself yeah. and say, I am putting this money on principal or else they apply it to future interest payments. Right. That is insane. Yeah, I when he no said idea. that, I was in a rage. Because <laughs> honestly, you, you budget and you don't get the cocktail, you drink water, you know, and then you send in you know, some shiny payment and you're like, wow, I, I feel on top I of really it. Did and they're like, ha, 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 you we know, got the, yeah, yeah, <sighs> we can be you. We can one up you. And how would you know? I mean, like, how would, would normal people know any of this stuff? Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Absolutely. And they make it they do that on purpose. I have this insane animation from my student loan uh, website where they it's like a, a swirling question mark <laughs> the lights turned off again it's a swirling question mark and it says bad credit can afford or can um bad credit can affect your credit score wait well, I bet it that's was, not it that's, I, bet that's, I, I bet that's not what it says background. that doesn't sound right bad credit can it, affect your credit I'm score that isn't you. positive that is a, I that mean, is a true, true statement that's, oh that's my true. god it was something about late student loan payments will affect your credit score but then it said nobody knows who creates your credit score 
uh, except the credit companies. And they don't release that information to anyone. So it's yes. kind of mysterious. And it's just a swirling question mark. Yes. And I was like really trying to learn. I was like, this can't be it. And <laughs> like, then, well, it's and purposefully trouble. confusing. And I mean, then you it's... go to annual credit report and you and you see it's like, oh, no, it's not a mystery. It's yes. right here. I can see it. Exactly. They That's lied. one thing that I found in this annual credit report great website finally got to see like all the weird stuff that's still on my credit report and possibly affecting it um and you know another thing i learned in this process is that i thought consolid wait i thought settlement was like a huge option and it's totally not right there are so few because it's not dischargeable in bankruptcy there's so few companies that will even entertain an idea of like okay i owe this huge chunk what if i just gave you this they're like Haha, no <laughs> like right they're gonna get their money like one way or another exactly. so the, and, if, if you don't pay in, us yeah. we'll sue you for the full amount and yeah. then we'll get it that's um Crazy. now something a, a a good piece of solid advice for people with a lot of federal loans mm. that we that we did get was to make sure you're in a i'm gonna get the name wrong d please please don't take all your financial advice from me <laughs> but uh, uh make sure you're in a direct payment program um mm -hmm. uh, rather than a uh whatever the opposite well, yeah, of that is we it's a uh, there are like income based yes. uh, repayment yeah, sure programs that are like huge and i didn't even know they existed and right. you can just rip your loans away from like the bigger badder companies if you happen to have all federal loans and then get into one of those which will lower your monthly payment like, and make sure you're amount. you're um really uh, uh clear on when you're uh, uh you know declaring your income to them you know yes do it in the month when you make the least amount yeah, of money. yeah exactly hint, hint, yeah. Hint. I whisper into the microphone. yeah yeah totally that's how microphones work right you can whisper into them and yes. no one can hear no one <laughs> right. can hear hey, hey if you're the government don't listen <laughs> no but i mean that's like those are such great pieces of advice and you know like we were just saying i mean people people don't have anywhere to go to i mean that's one of the reasons why i do this podcast is like just try to get as much like information and you know put humor into to money and and you know make it this topic that we can literally sit around a table and talk about but you know people don't know about this stuff and it's it's i think it helps keep people trapped in those feelings of what you were saying of just like extreme dread and you know fear and stress and whatever and totally. isolation and feeling like i'm the only one this no one else no one else was as dumb as me to get here and you don't have to be dumb to do it that's i think a thing to to remember is like you didn't you didn't you don't have to be stupid to to have a lot of debt. There are good reasons to take debt in the first place. Yes. And it's just a matter of, okay, you've got it's it. Also, How are you going to get out of it? It's kind of like one of the last moments when you're really tied to your family. I guess I'm kind of just saying this out loud and figuring out if I believe it. But, you know, like, it's it was like, trick. it was me... It, it was like maybe the last time that it's been like, OK, all my parents decisions up until this point fully affect me. You know, it's like right, right on your way out of the nest. So, I mean, my financial aid package and the debt I ended up with is a direct result of my parents not having any money to send me to college with and me scrambling to get, you know, like as much aid as I could. And after doing all that work, I was like whatever you know i'll take whatever's right. left over sure i'll take it i'm sure it's fine you know i don't have parents who could help me so i think that's another thing that adds to the shame is i have friends who don't have any student loans because they're like yeah my parents saved what, for this, saved or whatever. For this. Yeah. and i'm like interesting okay <laughs> you know it's interesting you say that because you know my mom is co-signed on all my loans mm. um and so it, it is one of the last decisions that that you sort of make together but we're stuck with that decision yeah. for yeah. 
uh, you know, for for the next thirty years, mm-hmm. um, less. I'm a little Season older two. now, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I remember, you know, one time uh, I I'd, I'd been getting behind a lot on my student loan payments, and it was dinging her credit a bunch. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she sent me some money. She sent me, um, uh, I'm gonna say like eighteen hundred dollars to to get ahead on it, which is not easy for them. And I and I put it right on there, and then I got I got behind again, and. Um, I remember she she called me once and she said, uh, I, I'm on the other line with the student loan people. What happened to all that money I sent you? Oh, no. And I said, Mom, my monthly payments are 800 bucks a month. You know, it went there and I got I got behind again. And she was just in tears and said, mm. you know, I fought for you on the phone. I uh. don't know what I can do. There's nothing else I can do. Because you do just feel so powerless in the face of a number so big mm-hmm. and so immovable. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. Totally. That's crazy. So I'd love to know, um, as we, as we kind of wrap up, um, so obviously the, the show is, is filmed of season one, mm-hmm. you know, that's right. And, uh, Check it out on dropout.tv. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great plug. Um, <clears throat> so after the fact, you know, are I, were either of you just kind of like sitting around like, Oh, I should have challenged them to this. Like, did you have those moments? And like, what were some of those like afterthoughts? I had a dream actually, which is where I pulled a lot of my dares for Grant. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> you must have horrible vivid nightmare. dreams. I, uh, I have a dream journal that's really just to fuck with Grant. But uh, Grant made me uh, in one of the episodes, he dared me to a tattoo challenge. Um, and I thought of a rebuttal one. I won't say whether it happened or not. I get a spoiler alert. I don't know. But I want I want Grant to get a large back tattoo that says, I'm with the DJ. <laughs> 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 and I was really angry that I didn't do that during the show. Now, speaking of $14 cocktails, I, I one time paid a DJ $30 to play the song Still the One. Probably <laughs> So I am with the DJ. So maybe my debt problems are my fault. Now that I now that I think about it, that's great. But did he, you did you have any like the DJ the DJ took my money and didn't play the song? Which, yeah, I buy. Which I think is right. I th- you know what? In hindsight, that DJ was exactly it was wow. correct. Wow. Uh, did I have any afterthoughts? You know, I without giving away too much of the season, it gets pretty tense. Yeah, and it gets pretty emotional uh, between the two of us. Um. And so I started to feel like not a great person as the, as the show went on. I don't I don't have anything on the list um, that I that I didn't do, uh, and there are some things that I did do that I regret. Yeah. Uh, so so no, there's nothing else I want to do to my friend Allie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've we're done back, enough. Baby. We've done enough. That's awesome. I love it. Well, just to to just kind of end things here, you know, if, if somebody's listening and and they're feeling that like grapple with student loans or feeling the pain that we all sort of have, like what sort of parting advice, tips, thoughts would you would you leave them with? I started using just a simple like Excel Drugs. spreadsheet. I started using just a simple mix of cocaine and Molly every morning. <laughs> um, no, like a, an Excel spreadsheet for a budget. Um, and that helped me a lot. Just kind of like writing down everything that I bought and loosely trying to save money. Uh, that helped me feel like I had a little bit more control. Um, and I remember when I started doing that and feeling like, hey, and I didn't always stick to it, obviously cocktails were there but um i tried (laughs) and that helped me feel a little bit better uh the first thing i'd say is 
you will get there. Um, you, it, 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 people do get there. It is not impossible. It's hard. It's absolutely hard. Um, a, a, a little gift I was smart enough to give myself uh, uh, on the on the website where I go to pay all my loans. Two of my loans, not all of them. Um, the, the to identify you, it it, show, it shows you a picture and it shows you a quote that that you write. Um, uh, it's like you, inspiration. Well, it's it, 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 it ended up being that. Like the the quote is there to for security purposes. Sure, but okay. the, but what I wrote for myself is remember why you did it. Um, because so, I was I was a smart, cute twenty three year old when I came up with that. That um, is so funny because I had the same thing, and I just recently took all my loans away from there, so I can just say this. But I made all my passwords "fuck Sally," <laughs> and where that quote is, I wrote "American College is a scam." Right. <laughs> hey, you know whatever floats your boat, right? Yeah, Very listen. different approaches. <laughs> You're so like angelic. <laughs> uh, the other thing I'd say too, and this is important, I think, for everybody listening, um. At big group meals, you're probably going to end up splitting the check. But if you don't, if you don't get there till the end and just have a drink, you can usually get away with saying, "I'll just pay for my drink," and no one will no one will give you the side <laughs> eye. And I think that's really the best strategy I can say for paying down uh, any sort of large debt that you have. Absolutely, I love it. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. So tell the listeners like where they can go to check out the episode and to uh, yeah. follow you guys. I mean, so if you just want to dip a toe in and you you have too many subscription services right now, you can go watch Which the entire- Which this is a podcast for people who need financial advice. So yeah, yeah. we get that. Yeah, we, like, we definitely. get it. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can watch the whole first episode on YouTube for free. Um, and then if you like it, you can take a week trial, go on dropout.tv and watch a couple more episodes. Um, and so what it, we're, we're on episode four right now. I, mean, I don't know when this comes out, but there will be a good amount of episodes there to watch on your free trial. But stick around if you like it. I mean, stick around if you like it. Or, hey, this is the podcast for financial advice. <laughs> yeah, Wait yeah. till it's all out and then do your free yeah, trial then. Yeah. Sorry, bosses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but there's a lot of good stuff on Dropout TV, so definitely don't do that. <laughs> no, yeah, we we really put our our sweat and blood into this show, so I would definitely say check it out, especially if you're in debt. It's so cathartic to watch uh, two people also in debt uh, just mutilate their souls. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free, and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora.